Welcome to Live Doc, your online Doc Yomi Shear. Shalom Aleichem. Welcome back to today's Daf Yemi, which is Chagiga Daf Hey. We are holding 10 lines from the top. Rabbi Yechanan, Kimot Ilahaikro. When Rabbi Yechanan arrived at the following Pasuk, Bachi, he was overcome. It would bring him to tears. Iyav says, Vatasiseni, you instigated the Malchamod, the Sahara, the Satan, to challenge me. Says Rabbi Yechanan. An Eved who feels that way. An Eved whose master, Hashem, instigates the, uh, the Malach, the uh, Satan, against him, to challenge him. How do you get out of that? Hashem's standards are so, Hashem's requirements are so, so high, and standards are so high, and in order to be Zoycha, we really have to uh, do the right thing. Hashem is um, paying attention to everything we do. Rabbi Yechanan Kimote Laikro, another Pasuk that Rabbi Yechanan saw, and Bachi again brings him to tears. Heim Bikdoshev Yamin. Hashem has no full trust, even Bikdoshev, in his Sadikim, in his holy ones. Pasuk in uh, the Mishnah Pirkei says, one should never fully trust on himself, on, on, in himself and depend on his abilities until the last day. Always have to be on guard. Hashem knows that we're vulnerable. There's nothing, there's nothing etched in stone. And then Rabbi Yechon says, look, if, if, even even in his Kedoshim Sadikim, he has no, he doesn't place full trust Beman Yamin. And who then will he place full trust? Meaning, things are so precarious. And we always have to be on guard against the Yitzhah. One day, Rabbi Yechon is walking along the road. He notices this fellow. Who's picking figs? You'd think. He'll take the ripe ones. No, just the opposite. Shavik. Ha so he left, he left alone those who were already ripe and ready for picking, ready for consumption. Vishakal hanich, and he took the ones that were unripe. So he says to him, "What are you doing?" Love hani malan aren't these aren't the ripe ones better than the other ones? Amrle, he tells him, "You're right. If I need it for immediate use, I would take the ripe ones. But I'm traveling. I need um, figs that can." tolerate a trip that can be transported. So I take unripe ones that are still a bit hard and resistant to damage. I need them for the road. The ones that are still unripe will hold. But the ripe ones will spoil on the trip. Omar Rabbi hearing this response says, Now, I understand shot in that passage. Hashem doesn't face faith, place, full trust, full faith in a tzaddik. What's the connection? It says Rashi. At times Hashem will see a young budding Talmud Chacham tzaddik and he knows. He can foresee that in the future this fellow will stray from the right path. Hashem grabs him right then to save him from his own pitfall. So that was the mashal he saw here. Hashem sometimes grabs the unripe figs to take them on that road to keep them safe 
in the long term. So apparently, when a tzaddik dies young, it isn't it isn't always a bad sign. Any is that so? There was this time the Hava Bishiv who said Rabbi Alexander lived in the neighborhood of Alexandri. and he passed away young. Vamar, upon seeing this, Rabbi Alexandri says it's his fault. He acted inappropriately. Iboy, If he should have wished so, he would have lived long. So he placed the blame on him. Apparently, it's not a good sign to die young. But if this is correct, perhaps he was from that category of Kedosh of Big Tzadik, who Hashem sees perhaps will have a downfall in the future and it takes them away young. So how did Rabbi Alexander know that it was a negative indication? He knew that this fellow rejected it, he challenged his Rabbeim and he was deserving of his punishment. Rabbi Yechanan, once again, back to Rabbi Yechanan, he was overcome with tears when he got to the Pasuk, which says, Hashem says, I will approach, I will bring you to Mishpat, I'll be an aid, a witness, who will offer a quick testimony, easy testimony, I'll offer my testimony with Machashim, those who do Kishuf, Ube Menafim, those who do Znus, Ube Nishbam Neshekar, they swear falsely, Ube Ishkeschar Sacha, those who withhold salaries. Says Rabbi Yechlan, how could one withstand this scrutiny? Evet Sharabi Mekarver Ledoina, Evet whose master advances, approaches him to bring him to Din, Ube Marla Idoi, and offers his testimony, Takani Yechlan, how could the Ever get away from that? Everything is scrutinized and must be accounted for. Amr Yechon Ben The Pasuk lists several shortcomings. Kishif Niuf, pretty severe. And then it speaks about withholding salary, which is just a monetary issue. So we have the Bin Adam La'amokim, pretty uh, severe ones, heavy ones. And then we have Bin Adam La'chaver, and the Torah pretty much equates them, puts them the same list. Oilon, what to us, Shashaka, Lena, Kosovo, Torah equates Kalashka, Hamuris, the lighter ones, the personal, interpersonal ones, monetary issues. Together with the heavy ones, Kishav and Niv. Apparently, Bain Odon Chaber isn't just interpersonal. It contains therein an element of Bain Odon Lamakim as well. It's one of Hashem's holy mitzvahs. And don't think it's any less. Don't think it's any lighter than Bain Odon Lamakim. Fadayin is engaged in judging a, der, a ger, and he figures, okay, this ger is defense, defenseless, vulnerable. He um, takes the leisure of being matadinoi, tipping the scale against him. You should know. It's not just between him and the ger, it's between you and Hashem. Kilu matadino shalman. So he tipped over the din of Hashem, shenamar umati ger. So when you tip the din of a ger and you conduct his din with a lack of integrity, you are affecting Hashem Kaviyachal. Umatiksim. You umatim my din Kaviyachal, Hashem says. So Hashem advocates for the ger and starting with the ger Kaviyachal is like starting with Hashem. Amr of Chanin of our Papa. One who commits a wrongdoing and he does charata. He, for, he has regrets. He gets immediate mechila. Of course, there's a process of teshuva, but apparently we're speaking about 
that personal offense, that disconnect between oneself and Hashem, that gets repaired right away. The gavra, the personal element of the chet, gets addressed immediately as soon as he comes back. But of course, sometimes you have to address the the effect of the chet as well. For that, we need kapara, yisurim, etc. But in terms of the basic element of tshuva, right away. Shenamar v'loyu uni is the end of that pasuk. Discussing all types of averis. They have no fear of me, says Hashem. Apparently, if they had fear, if they returned to me, immediate remedy. Once again, back to Rabbi Yechon, who arrived at a pasik which brought him to tears. Take a look at this pasik, everything. Everything is scrutinized by Hashem. Everything is accounted for. Hashem takes us to task for everything. Says Rabbi Yechon. How could we withstand? How could we face this? Evet Shurabai. Shekeloi Shigogis Kizdoines Takani Ishlai. An Evet whose master calls him to task for even a Shigig in an inadvertent Avera, just like he calls him to task for a Zadin, for a Mazit. How can we get out of that? Says the Masha. Of course, we're not speaking about a straight out mistake. Something called Shigig Kurvel Mazit. It's, uh, it's in the Mazit territory. You should have been more careful. So he's held accountable for that. Some learn kapshutoi. Every shaykh really contains therein some sort of element of wrongdoing, previous wrongdoing that perhaps brought him to that point of making a mistake. In any case, one is held accountable for everything that he did. The Pesach says, I'll call Nailam. He's held accountable for call. We're adding something. What is that? Even a minor interpersonal offense causing one's friend to feel bad. One exhibits lack of interpersonal sensitivity. He just kills the louse in front of his friend and he causes him to be, causes him to be repulsive. He's held to task for that. Another example is He spits in front of his friend and makes him feel bad. Makes him repulsed. Now the Pasuk adds, Im v'imra. What does that mean? My imtayvimra, which sounds like sometimes a person could be called to task for doing something good. Well, it depends how he did it. If he did it with sensitivity, good, but if he only had himself in mind and was careless in the way he did those mitzvahs, he is called to task for that as well. Amrit Virabyanai, here's an example. So he gives staka to the ani, but in public. He embarrasses him. As we have with Rabbi Yana, who noticed this fellow Chazi Legau Gavro the Kayyav Zuzza Lani Farhesia. He gets stuck out in the uh, out in the street, and he embarrassed the Ani. Amalei tells him, "You think he's such a big, uh, kind-hearted fellow? Better uh, if you would not have given the stuck. Motive the Lai Better you wouldn't have given it to him. Mahash to the Yavaslei rather than." The way he gave it to him now, because after he brought him to shame. Here's another example of a, an apparent mitzvah which isn't really so. He gives stuck to a woman quietly. Brings chashad. People can perhaps misinterpret it and think that they're engaged in some inappropriate dealings. Rav Amar. Here's another example. So he sends home meat for Shabbos. What can be better from that? But it's uncut meat, Rashi says. It still has the uh, 
the chilev, the gear that has to be taken out. And when does he send it? Last minute, Barish Abbasis. In which case, they're in a rush, and they might not notice that those elements of that meat has to be removed. So he's doing a taiva, but the wrong time, the wrong place, lacking sensitivity. Really? Well, Rava would do that. Rava would be Meshaga, would send meat in this manner on Erev Shabbos. That's different. Shani Basra of Chizda. Rabbi was married to the daughter of Chizda. The Kimli Begavo, the Bekiyo, he knew that she was an expert. She would take one look at it and say, Oh, we have to take out the git. Rabbi Yechimah, once again, Kimoti like Rabbach, when it comes to the following Pasik, he would be Boichah. This is by the Teichacha. It says, Vahoyo Kisim Tsena Oisoy. Rois Rabbi Svetzoris. If you will encounter Rois Rabbi, during the Teichacha, during the Tsaris, a person has a shalom main count. Rois, rabbis, many difficulties, many tragedies. Vid Sorais. Sora, as we know, means a fellow wife. One was married to two women. They encroach on each, on each other. Not enough, uh, not enough uh, space, so to speak, for both. Sorais. There's a certain um, encroachment. And the Lashem Vid Sorais somehow applies to tragedies by the Teichacha. What does this mean? Amarab, Rois. A person experiences tragedies and hardships, which encroach on each other. What does this mean? Being bitten by a, a zibura, a hornet, or a bee, or some sort of. Va'akrava is a scorpion, Rashi explains, based on the Gemara of the Zora. Each one of these requires its own unique remedy. A. Um, a scorpion bite is somehow connected to the power of car, of, 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 of coolness, of cold, and you have to counter it with warmth. On the other hand, the zibura bite is rooted in heat and needs to be countered with, with cold. This fellow gets two bites, the zibura bit him and the akra bit him. So now he's stuck. If he uses cold to counteract the... Um, Zibura, well, the Akrava's bite would become exasperated. And likewise, if he uses the, the hot for that, the cold one, so he's stuck. He's overwhelmed by difficulties and he can't get out of it. Now let's get back to Im Toiv V'imra. At times, a person can be held accountable even for doing a mitzvah if it's done in the wrong way. Here's another example. Shmuel Omar, Zehamam Tziloi Mois Lo'ani Bishas Doichka. He waits until the Ani is in bankruptcy and then he gives him some money. He should have come earlier. should have gotten him while he's still up. Keep his business afloat. The corresponds with the common phrase. To find a Zuz for buying wheat to keep this fellow's business afloat. Nobody's around. But once he's down and he's... Uh, it buys he needs to just some bread to survive. Shriya, suddenly everybody's generous. So <laughs> anticipate your friend's difficulties, help him out while he's still he's still um, running his uh, running his life and running his business. Help him out before he falters. I believe the Rambam says this is the highest form of tzedakah, keeping a person afloat. You know, this was one of Mr. Moshe Reichman's uh, great attributes. We all know about a tzedakah, but I've heard many stories where he actually did his own work, his own research. He investigated his recipient's true needs. People would come to him for help, for business. And he he would 
look into a situation and actually help the person in a real way. What do you really need? This is how you should rearrange your business. Let me help you start another... He would keep a person afloat while he was still up and maintain that success and keep him going rather than waiting for a person to falter and fail and then come to his assistance. The Pasuk in the Techecha says, V'chora api boi boi mahu. Hashem expresses his anger. V'azavtim v'istarti panemihem. I will abandon them and turn my head away from them. I will hide from them. So the Rosh is v'istarti panay. Indicates mayhem. Indicates that we're, we're Jews. Kalaistrom has things difficult at times. We need kapara. We need perfection. Hashem expects high, high things from us. So I have higher standards and when a person experiences difficulty. That's a proof, that's a riot that he's part of the Kalal experience. Omar Bardlo Bartavyumi Omarav. The person does not experience Hashem's hiding, so to speak. If everything's going smoothly, he's not part of Kalal There's something lacking in his... He's not participating in the Kalal experience. It's not a good sign. The says, right? He's going to be consumed by the government. They'll come after him. The tax, the IRS. The person's not harassed by the government. Once again, he's uh, something questionable about his yichus. So Rava apparently had an easier life. So Rabbanon tell him, look, something wrong here. Mar, you, you're not experiencing Hester upon him. Nor uh, are the authorities after you? He tells him, how do you know what's going on in my private life? How would you know how much I I send, you know, every month? I send a check. Uh, you know, quietly, privately, to the king. How do you know how much I need to bribe? How many penalties I pay to the IRS? How do you know what's going on in my life? Even so, Rabbanon placed their eyes on him. It was a wonder to them. How come he's leading such a successful life? He was wealthy, etc. And look what happened as a result. In the meantime, from the king, they sent over an agent, and they came, and they uh, they robbed him. And they took their share. So uh, this was a, uh, an outcome, a consequence of the Chachamim questioning his place of life. Omar, he says, Hainu de Tzanyo, as we learned to the Bryce, Omar Rabban Shimon Gamliel, Kamokab Shinosu Chachem, whatever the Chacham focused on a person, placed their eyes on a person and questioned him, Oimisoy Oini results in some sort of consequence, death or poverty, and in fact, he uh, cost him a lot of money. Basak says, Vanoichi Haster Aster Panai Bayimahu. Hashem 4 says, he's, he's going to hide. Bayimahu. What do you mean by only by day? Omar Rava. There's a silver lining here. Omar Kadesh Even though at times I turn away from them. But that's only by day. There's no nevoah. Things aren't clear. We're all confused in our life. But sometimes we get a glimpse of direction. A glimpse of clarity. During a dream, sometimes a person feels, Oh, I got a message tonight. Hashem still converses with us, conveys to us in a dream. Despite the Hester Panam, Hashem hovers above us, protects us. 
There was a story involving Rabbi Shub and Hananiah. He was an expert debater. He would challenge the, uh, the ones who would question the validity of Torah, whether it was the Epicursum or the Christians. Have a koi be kaisar. So he was present in the Kesar, in the Geisha leader's home. Ach Rashi says, these are fellows who don't believe the Rechazal, Tzadukim. But actually in the, uh, the new Nusach they have that it's Metamide Yeshu Anoitri. The Christians that uh, would always give us a hard time. So uh, this fellow started engaging him in a theological, theological discussion. He was teasing him. He says, look, Amo, you're part of a nation. Dadrinu Hashem turned away from you. Look, you're abandoned. So Achvili means through some sort of signal. They didn't actually speak, but these were uh, shorthand people. They were just signal like a sign language. And this is what he uh, this is what he uh, signaled to him. Achvili. So Bisho responded in this fellow's own language. He signaled he signaled back. No, Hashem is still hovering, protecting us. As the Pasuk says, right? So the Kesar noticed this uh, cryptic conversation going on in front of him. So he's curious. What did this fellow, uh, what was he signaling to you? So he says, yeah. He was trying to tease me that Hashem abandoned us. I responded to him with a signal. Hashem is still here. So the... Uh, Fellow standing, and turned to the min, to this uh, fellow who was challenging Rabbi Shua. Did you get what's going on? Did you uh, get his response? My achviyasle. What were you telling him? He says, Yeah, amadadrinu mori apimine. That Hashem turned away from them. My achviyasle. How did he respond to you? I didn't really get what he was saying. Amrus says, Oh, you're an expert. <laughs> That's an expert. You don't get. Gavard lo yada my machvule b'magig. A fellow who can't figure out when they are machvule b'magig when they signal with their fingers. You don't belong doing this in front of the king. You're an imposter. Took him out. They killed him. When it was sure his time came, when he was passing away, the Chachamim were apprehensive. tell him, during your lifetime, you advocated for our religion. You know how to debate these Abikursim. Uh, what what's what's now? My tahavilam apikursin. How are we going to deal with these apikursin? Amalam he tells him, no worry. It's zelumaze. You know the power of chachma amongst the gaim. The 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 concept of chachma sumas is source is rooted in chachma sisrael. That's how they get their chachma. So bottom line is, it's all parallel to our chachma. When we lose it, then they lose it. So if I'm gone, then don't worry. They won't come bother us. Of the So we lost it. We lost Eitzah, the power of advice, the power of Chachma. And the Drash is, it affects the entire world, who draws from Israel. Once the Eitzah was removed from Klai Yisrael, Hashem's children, the Goyim lost their Chachma as well. We have another right to this, that the Goyim draw their Abilities from us, Vayoymer. So Esav told Yaakov, Avinu, Nisa, Benechav, Echel, and Agdecha will go together correspondingly. My power parallels yours, meaning my abilities are drawn from yours. So it's not just the fact that Hashem makes an even playing field. It's more than that. The Swarim say that the 
Chachmas Yisrael is the source of all Chachma. So whatever they have, it's it's from us. They may not know it or appreciate it, but that's the fact. So when we lose the power of Chachma, so do they. Nowadays, who's engaged in <laughs> theological discussion? All he cares about it. Oh, all the guy care about is the uh, the iPod and the i iPad and the that's all. Nobody's interested in, in these things anymore. You know, it also says the Maral writes that during the uh, time of the Anshar Knesset Adela, Yuma speaks about the fact that they David Hashem who deleted the uh, removed the Yitzhahara of Avadizara. Right? They uh, big they had a big uh, made a big effort. They David and they were Vatsliach to remove that Avadizara. Says the Maral. Wanna something interesting? From that point onward, we didn't have Nevoah. He says, because Nevoah corresponds to Avadizara. It's the Zelomazah, it's the parallel power in Kedusha versus the power of Tumah of Avadizara, which is this intellectual um, you know, engagement, whatever it is. So, opposite, corresponding to that, we have the Nevoah to give us that fair, uh, equal playing field. That one is drawn from the other. Avedizara draws from Nebuah, and when there's no Nebuah, when there's no Avedizara, it goes together. So, same thing here. When we lose the Chachma, when our level of Chachma diminishes, the uh, the um, the entire world is affected as well. Rabbi Ilah was Salak Badarog the Rabbi was climbing up the staircase in the Bismedrish, uh, or the home of Rabbi Barshila. Shamili Inuka, see over here is this child reading Psukim. Which Pasuk was he reading? Damakakari. Hashem creates the world. Eventually, Hashem will relate to us. He'll play the uh, tape recorder. This is exactly what he spoke. Every word throughout your lifetime was recorded. Omar he says, look, look how exacting it is. Everything is documented. Never who's master. So on top of things, will relate to us. Everything that we spoke. How do you get out of that? We have to be careful. What uh, discussion is the possible referring to? An inappropriate discussion that Hashem takes us to task for. Amarav, listen to this chiddush. Afilu sicha yisera. And some have a girsa sicha kala. Some unnecessary frivolity. Shebein ishli ishta between man and woman. Magidim loyla odom shasmisa. That will also be presented to a person. Any is that the case? Well, Rav Kahana, the story of Rav Kahana, have a gone to say Puria the Rav. So he was lying underneath the bed of Rav. So he snuck into Rav's bedroom because uh, he needs to learn how, how to do things right. Vishami and he overhears him the Sach. So he was laughing with Sachak and joking with and engaged in Tashmish in, uh, in relations with his wife. Amar, so Rav Kahana. Was so startled the way his Rebbe was was behaving. So he said, Domi Pume, the Rav, it appears like the mouth of Rav, is Kemandaloi Toim with Tavshila, though he never tasted the taste of food. He's so engrossed, he's so immersed. Um, I, I didn't expect such immersion. Amalei, so Rav, hearing that his Talmud is beneath his bed, he says, Kahana, Pike, Arois, go out. Love Oirach Ara, it's not appropriate, it's not the In any case, we see clearly, even Rav, Rebbe, even Rav was. Was uh, was sach was sachak? He was engaged in sicha yisicha sicha kalan and, and uh, uh, lightheaded comments. Says the more depends on need. If it's necessary, fine. 
but up to a point. Like Kasha, the answer is There's a need to appease her, a need to lighten the mood. So a good word, a joke is in place. But if it's unnecessary, just unnecessary frivolity, it has no place. Pasuk says, Don't listen to the Torah, Hashem will cry, Hashem has hidden places. He will cry, why? What is that? There's a place upstairs called Misturm. Hashem has hidden chambers. And that's why Hashem cries when there's a need. He cries, on account of Geva. What is that? Omar Shmuel, on account of Jewish pride. Shenitlamahem, which was removed, which was taken away from us. Instead, the Gaim took it. They rule over us. We're downtrodden. Hashem cries for that. Hashem feels bad for that. Rabbi Shmuel, many Omar repnei gavosan shemachos shemaim. Shenitla on account of Hashem's authority that was uh, challenged and mitigated. Says the Gemara, crying by Hashem. Amika bechir kamei hakadosh baruch hu. Since one is there bechir by Hashem. Ba'omar apapa einat seves tefan hakadosh baruch hu. There's never sadness by Hashem. It's all beautiful and joyous. Shenam ahoyd vahadalafan avayzer chadvim kaimai. There's always there's chadvim, there's joy, there's happiness. Like Hashi, the answer is depends where. Habevati gavoi. In the inner chambers, uh, there is there is um, crying. In the outer chambers, there is not. Outside, not. Hashem called it as a time for crying. Uh, revealed and exposed the public. Expression of crying from Hashem. So we see even outside it happens. Shani She's speaking about the churm. That was a unique event. Malachi Malachim cried along. Malachi So that's a special event. But typically, uh, there's no concept. It's all. There's a story, a famous story with Ramban. So he had a Talmud who was very unwell and. Rabban saw that his end is coming. So the Rabban was very, very disturbed. This Talmud went through a very difficult time. A lot of Yisurim. So he turns to his student and he says, Look, when you go to Shemaim, this is what it's going to look like. And he started telling him, You're going to go from this chamber to this chamber through this Heichal to that. He didn't know exactly how it works in Shemaim, the entire route that you're going to take. He says, You know what? I want to ask you for a favor. And I think he gave him a kamiya. He wrote like a little note and he gave it to him, take it to the grave. And when you get to Shemaim, I want you to go to a certain address in Shemaim and you're going to ask this question. You're going to ask, how come this happened to me? How come I, I suffered all this? I died young, a family. Why, why did it happen to me? And please come back and convey it to me in a dream. Okay? That was the deal. Talmud said, okay, I'll do it. He passed away. A little while later, the Ramban experiences the following dream. He sees this Talmud in Elam Hamas. And Talmud says to him like this, remember that question that you asked me to pass on in Shemaim? So first I want to tell you, you gave me exact directions. <laughs> it was exactly as you said. I made a right, a left, upstairs, exactly the way you described the entire Shemaim, that's what I saw. But when I finally arrived at that destination, that inner chamber where you told me to go to ask this question 
when I saw what's going on there, I perceived the entire world with such clarity, things that we don't see downstairs, such clarity, such beauty, such MS, eternal MS, how everything just works, everything just falls into place, everything makes sense. I was about to express that question. You know, my Rebbe the Rabbana asked me to convey, and I just froze. I was so embarrassed to ask such a question. But everything was so clear and beautiful. I was so embarrassed to embarrass you, to quote this question in your name. Why are you things happen? I just remained silent. So more I can't tell you, but that's the answer. Upstairs, when we see it for real, it's all happy and beautiful. So the Pasek in Yermia reads like this. Three descriptions of tearing. Why Hashem's flock was taken into captivity. Why three tears? First one. The other one, second one. Vaachas al Yisrael shegolim koyman klai Yisrael being taken to exile. Kinnish beider Hashem. Make it another version is. Achas al bittel ter. At number three is an account of bittel ter. Bishlam ilaman damar al Yisrael shegolu. I understand the first version. Kinnish beider Hashem. Klai Yisrael is going into exile. That makes sense. Hainu lechsev kinnish beider Hashem. Elaman damar al bittel tera. But a third dema is an account of bittel ter. My kinish beider Hashem. Why does the pasuk attribute it to Hashem's flock going into exile? What's the connection? Very big connection. Give us shugoli Yisrael coming. Once Yisrael leaves their territory, they're being thrown to and fro. No stability. How can they learn? So the third dema is for bittel Torah, resulting from golos Yisrael. Hashem cries. On the following three individuals. Number one, Al Shalasak Batura. Person has the ability. He has the wherewithal to learn Torah. And he foolishly chooses not to. That's a reason to cry. What a pity. Number two. Some learn the Gorm means a fellow who has a very challenging life. Always surrounded with difficulties. really it's almost impossible. But he commits himself. He jumps into it. He's Moiser Nefesh. For this fellow, Hashem cries tears of joy, tears of nachas. Third fellow is Val Parnas Hamizgal at a leader who exudes unnecessary authority, promotes himself on the community. So he abuses his position, and that's really reason to cry. What a pity, what talent, what leadership going to waste. Rabbi Hava Nokit Sefer Kinnis. Rabbi, one time was sitting with a Migilas Echa. He was reading. Hashem threw Kali Yisrael down, made them lowly. What happened at that point? Suddenly the Sefer slipped out of Rabbi's hands. He says, wow, this is exactly what, it, what it's describing. It's like a marshal to Kali Yisrael who was thrown off a, a high roof. We were standing so high. The pinnacle of the world. Libira Mikta down to a deep pit. That's a contrast between time of Migdash to time of Golas. 
Rebbe and Rebbe Chia, both of them, have a shakli of Azaburg walking along the road. Kimat alumas and came to this town. Amri, they, they asked the locals, Ikatsubur Rabban Hachad is ready, Tamat Chachamir. You go to a town, you go visit the Rav to give him COVID. Who can we go visit? Nezov and Nikpal Api will go greet him. Amri said they were told, Yeah, Ikatsubur Rabban Hachad, there is a Tamat Chacham. Um Oyinamu. He has lots of eyesight. There's another way of saying he's blind. Okay, so they decided, I'll pay him a visit. Rebbe tells Rebbe, I'll go visit. You stay here. You stay here. You stay here. Don't degrade your position. You're a Nisi, who's a Nasi. Don't go visit people. I'll go instead. I'll go and visit him. Rebbe wasn't happy with that. He forced him to take him along. And they came together. Visited the Adam Gadol. On the way out, Amr Lewis, he was so thankful and appreciative, he says, let me give you a brach. You've come to visit a panam, a face, who is seen by others. But can't see others. I can only be seen, but not see. So he used poetic language to give them a brach. So, because you did that great mitzvah, to appear to experience the expression of Hashem, Panam Haroim, Hashem who sees others, Venanirin, and a Panam that are not seen. Way of uh, describing Hashem. So, you visited me, you should be Zeichet to Shechina from Hashem. Amar so hearing this tremendous bracha, Rebbe tells Rebchia, Iku, Hashtaf, I wouldn't have come with you. You see, I, I would have missed this tremendous bracha. Manata my bracha, so you would have deprived me from this bracha. Good thing I came along. Now they like this uh, Tamil Chacham's style. Where'd you get it from? How do you know this uh, interesting? How do you know that it's so great to visit a tzaddik? What's the big deal? So he says, I got it from Rabbi Yaakov. Rabbi Yaakov Shmili from the Shir of Rabbi Yaakov. He came from the town of Chitaya. Have a makbil api the rabbi. Called him every day he was visit his rabbi. Kikosh, when Rabbi Yaakov became uh, advanced in age, Amalais, who is Rebbe, tells him, Learn it's Dharma, don't trouble yourself to come here. You find it difficult to come. Amalais, Rabbi Yaakov, didn't take no for an answer. Is it any little, do you have little value for the schos? Look what it says by the Rabbanon. And we learned that even a person who takes a glimpse at a Tamatrahma passed away. Achami, just a quick glimpse, that infuses one with life, with eternal life. Uma Even if first just it takes a glimpse at a Tamatrahm after death. Yikhe it infuses the fellow with life. Yuzaikhato a boost. certainly experiencing them in their lifetime is certainly a boostful moment. So uh, I want to keep on coming every day. So and this is where I know it from. I said, Tzum Rabbanon tells him, I heard it from Abiyakov. Look what a great thing it is to be Makabal Panim, to go visit Adam Gadol. And that's why he gave them that bracha, you came to visit me. Shubizaycha to be Makabal Panav Hashem. Ravidi was the father of the Rabiyakov Baridi, right? He was the father of Rabiyakov Baridi. Have a ruggle, have a listen to this. He lived far away from the yeshiva. And he was my Nefesh to travel to the yeshiva. He would travel for how long? Have a ruggle. He had a set schedule. Every year, he would travel three months. So it was three months of traveling. 
Rashi says he left his home after Pesach. Pesach and Sukkot have to be home with the Sameach, uh, the Isha. So right after Pesach, he sets out on his journey, a three-month journey, and spent merely one day in the Beirav, in the Beis and that's it. It's time to go back home, to make it home in time for Sukkot. And the local Tamidim would call him Bar Beirav Dechadyam. You're a one-day one uh, yeshiva man. He felt bad. It wasn't Cholash uh, Daiti, so he took offense. Uh, it wasn't um, the most respectful title. A one-day Talmud. Karen Avshesi replied to himself the Pasuk, I'm an object of scorn and mockery. He felt bad. Amul Rabiachan. So Rabiachan, hearing the way they related to him, turns to him and says, Rabbi it's inappropriate. No, he told this person, he told Ravidi, I ask you a favor, don't bring about to don't be mocked, but I'm going to set them straight. Okay. So he went out to the Besam Medrash. Vidarash and he told the Talmudim as follows. The Pasuk says, Vaisi, Yoim, Yoim, Gidrashin, Vidas, Rocha, Yechpotsin. The question is, Vichaba Yoim, Dorshin, Oisai? We only seek Hashem by day. Ubalayla, Indorshin, Oisai, not at night. What's the message in this Pasuk? Eloim, Lacham. The Pasuk is telling you, Kaloisk, Vatur, Afilu, Yoim, Echad, Bishana. Person, Oisk, Vatur, even one. Day a year, such as uh, Rabbi Avin, he would travel a whole year, a whole year's worth of travel to experience just a little, a little time in Medrash. Ma'alel of Akasev, you know what Hashem treats it like? Ki'ilu asak kolashon akula, as though he was engaged the entire year in the Bismarck in Torah. Marshal says, says Oisei yoyim yoyim yidroshin, which indicates that it's as though he's being Oisei every day of the year. So although it appears very insignificant, but he spends a whole year for this. He gets schar, so he learned a whole year. V'chein b'midatz puronis. Similar concept defined in a negative aspect. Hashem says, I'm going to punish you, Klai Yisrael. They're going to be in the midbar for 40 years, which is equal to the amount of days the miraglim toward Eretz Yisrael. The question is, how does 40 days turn into 40 years? So you're going to spend 40 years in the Midbar corresponding to the time they spent in Eretz Yisrael. There's no hate of uh, spanning for 40 years. It was just a 40-day tour. This comes and tells you a person transgresses even just one day a year and affects the entire year. As though he transgressed the entire year and can be considered. In a way, as though it's a full year's experience, and therefore the Oynish uh, was correspondingly 40 years. Okay, so what we learned today, we had many, many psukim, uh, where Rabbi was bachi, was overcome, look how exacting things are, look how high standards um, are expected of us. Uh, we spoke about being sensitive to one's fellow Jew, we spoke about even doing mitzvahs in a very specific way, in an appropriate way. We spoke about Hester Ponim, that Klai Yisrael do experience. We spoke about the fact that as the Arab uh, Shul responded to the Apikurus, uh, don't worry, we're still in Hashem's very good care. We learned about the Chachma of the Goyim, dependent on our Chachma. We learned about being careful with frivolous expressions, even in a familiar context. We learned about 
Simcha Ba'ashem, except in times of tremendous tzorah, uh, like the Chobar Samigdash, we spoke about the three Dumois, and one is an account of, uh, of Kali Yisrael and Betul Torah, and we spoke about the schus of uh, greeting a tzaddik, visiting a tzaddik, and spending so much time, just to spend a little time in the Beis HaMedrash. All the best to you, and much, much atzlachah.